Well, let's speak to Jill Rutter now. Jill's a senior fellow at the think tank UK in a changing Europe and also a former senior civil servant. Good morning, Jill. Good morning, Martin. So uh, we are where we are with this, to use that awful phrase. What happens next, uh, given you know this being nodded through in Parliament yesterday? So in the short run, nothing, uh, because we're, as you said, waiting for the Met Police investigation to conclude and then for Sue Gray's completed report to be published. So and the Met Police have just said that they won't be announcing any more fines during uh, the local election campaign. So this may now all be put on hold until May when we might get a slew more fines. Eventually that Met Police investigation will conclude. The government is then committed to publish the full unexplicated version of Sue Gray's report. And then this committee of MPs can get down to work. So uh, let's look at the Met Police's statement or announcement that they won't be doing anything until after the elections on the 5th of May. So two weeks from today could be the next time we hear about any of this. Now, some might think that's good news for Boris Johnson because there's a guaranteed fortnight's break from from this chaos, or at least a fortnight where he he can't receive any more fines. But as you say, the the word slew is, is well chosen there. There could be a whole load of stuff that backs up and hits him at once, couldn't there, off the end of the what what could also be pretty bad election results for for the Conservatives. Yeah, I think the handling that the Met Police has gone in for, the Met Police uh, certainly down south has come in for loads of criticism over lots of things where it's been mishandling uh, things quite badly. But the police seem to have adopted this sort of almost party by party approach and then we don't quite know how these uh, how some of the names get into the public domain and then we hear you know some senior civil servants have been fined or get a little tidbit out and it's not quite clear how that gets into the public domain because all we've been told is that we get told when the prime minister gets fined and we get told when and if the cabinet secretary so the most senior civil servant in the UK civil service gets fined but other names seem to be coming out so we don't know whether they'll be you know, like a sort of you know this is everything, we've done everything now, we've included everything, this is the whole list of names, or whether it'll be more, well, we're moving on from the June party to uh, whatever were parties in the autumn, because we know that the original parties, that this whole party gate thing kicked off over were none of the parties that we've been talking about so far, that people have been fined about so far. They were the ones in December. So we seem to be quite a long way away from that. So we don't quite know what's going to happen. But it clearly means that, you know, whatever those local elections look like, the Prime Minister is certainly not out of the woods because this will come back. And there's, and there's a snowball kind of building there as well, isn't there? Because the police are waiting for the local elections to finish. Sue Gray is waiting for the police to finish and then she'll release her report, which sources are suggesting could be pretty damaging for quite a few people, the Prime Minister included. And then the Privileges Committee are waiting for Sue Gray's report to come out before they really start the work so they can be in full possession of the facts and perhaps the photos, if the rumours are to be believed. Yes, so what's interesting about the Privileges Committee is that it's looking at the question as a question that the Met Police isn't. The Met Police are just looking at the facts. Were there events that looked as though they breached lockdown rules and who attended them and did they have a reasonable excuse for, for attending them? So that's the sort of finding of facts in the Met Police. What the Privileges Committee is looking at is a different question, which is, uh, you know, the motion yesterday said, you know, there were reasons to believe that to be concerned that the Prime Minister had knowingly misled Parliament. Remember, that is the mother of all offences in the ministerial code. It's the offence that says you should offer your resignation to the Prime Minister. 
obviously a bit of a problem when the arbiter of the code is the prime minister and the person, uh, the prime suspect is the prime minister. That's but up to their discretion though, right? If they find him guilty of this, he doesn't automatically get the boot. He has to, he is expected to resign. Is that the protocol? So, so well, normally it would be just a judgment between the Prime Minister about ministerial behaviour. What happens with the Privileges Committee is they can potentially call witnesses, they, as you said, can look at photos. They will then make a judgment and they will take a view on did they think that the Prime Minister misled Parliament. If they did, they will then recommend a sanction and then that will come back for another vote in Parliament. So it'll go back for another vote in the House of Commons. Remember, that was the process that we went through way, way back before this all kicked off with mm. the Owen Paterson affair, where there'd been an investigation at that time by a thing called the Standards Committee, which includes, le includes lay members, because it's about parliamentary standards, not about privileges. But they recommended, they said that he you know, had broken, you know, offended against parliamentary standards and recommended a sanction and the government, you yeah. know, the government tried to head that off. And so there are lots and lots more steps to come. Okay, very, very briefly, Jill, the Tories have a, a majority on the Privilege, uh, Privileges Committee. Will that give them an advantage there if they choose to defend him? Clearly gives them an advantage, but equally, I think what we saw this week is that a lot of MPs are also quite taking taking seriously their responsibility as parliamentarians, mm. being very uncomfortable when Keir Starmer has reminded them that it's in their hands to uphold the standards. So I don't think I would take it as an absolute gimme that they will just use their majority on that committee yeah. to let the Prime Minister off. Lots, that what they find. lots and lots to come on this, isn't there? Thanks very much indeed for that. Jill, Jill Rutter there, a senior fellow at the think tank, the UK in a changing Europe.